I am just so excited to talk about the Holy Spirit tonight and what it means to be baptized, filled, consumed with the Spirit of God, which means he's in our emotions, our actions, our thoughts, and our behaviors. It's a powerful thing to be filled, baptized with the Spirit of God. And I gave this disclaimer last night. I can't tell you everything about the Holy Spirit in 10 or 12 minutes. For one, I don't know everything about the Holy Spirit. But two, I believe this is a lifelong journey of what it means to be surrendered to the Spirit of God. And so this might be a reminder for some of you, but this might be the beginning of one of the most powerful journeys any believer could take, is that is a journey to understand and be filled with the Holy Spirit. And so we're going to be reading from Acts chapter 1, verse 6 through 8. This takes place after Jesus had died for our sins. He was resurrected right around 40 days, 40 to 50 days during this time when he said this. And so in verse 6, it says, so when the apostles were with Jesus, they kept asking him. I want you to catch that. They kept asking this question over and over again. And the question that they kept asking was this, Lord, has the time come for you to free Israel and restore our kingdom? They kept asking about restoration. This is a question I would not be shocked if all of you are continuing to ask Jesus, when are you going to restore our finances? When are you going to bring us back to the building? When are you going to make us go back to normal? And Jesus did not answer their question with, this is the time it's going to go back to normal. Jesus actually answered their question that it would never go back to normal, that there would be a new normal. This is what he said. The Father alone has the authority to set those dates and times, and they're not for you to know. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and you will be my witnesses telling people about me everywhere, in Jerusalem, throughout Judea, in Samaria, to the ends of the earth. I find it ironic that they kept asking Jesus, when are you going to restore it? When are you going to fix it? When are you going to change our situation? And Jesus said, I'm not changing your situation. I'm going to fill you with the Spirit of God. And when you are filled with the Spirit of God, you often change the situation because it changes your perspective. I'm going to fill you with the power of my Holy Spirit. And I love how he did it. The Bible actually says he told them to wait and they will receive power. Well, where were they waiting? They were waiting in a house. Maybe you have been waiting in your house for three weeks. I don't even know what week this is. I don't even know what day it is right now. We've been waiting in the house. And some of us are waiting to go outside. And I want to challenge that thought. What if we are waiting, really waiting, for an outpouring of the Holy Spirit? Because there's nothing wrong with the building. There's nothing wrong with the way that we've been doing church. But the reality is the Holy Spirit did not fall in, in the temple. It did not fall in the church. It fell in a home. And not only did it fall in a home, it fell with just 120 believers. That's it. I mean, that seems, might, might seem like a lot of people because you haven't seen maybe not even more than two people in the last three weeks. But it was 120 people in a home. And not only were they in a home, they were in a place called the upper room. 
And guess what the upper room was? It was the place where the servants stayed. It was the place where the poor people stayed. So not only did Jesus pick a home, but he picked a section of the home where the servants were. And I believe that the outpouring of the Holy Spirit is not gonna start with the popular, it's gonna start with the servants, the overlook, the people that have been doing things behind the scenes that nobody knows about. In our time, it's gonna start with the people who have 20 Instagram followers that nobody likes. And, and, and posting pictures that nobody likes. It's gonna start with those people. So if you've been overlooked, set aside, forgotten, this is your time to ask God to fill me with your Holy Spirit. I no longer look to people, uh, to people please, or compare myself. I wanna be filled with your Holy Spirit. You would represent the exact type of people that Jesus chose to be filled with the Spirit of God. He says, and you'll be my witnesses telling people about me everywhere. What does it mean to be filled with the Holy Spirit? When I first came to church, they called it the baptism of the Holy Spirit, which baptism just means to be immersed. What would your life look like if it was immersed in the Spirit of God? And this is not, immersion is not uh, a choice whether or not you're going to be immersed. It's a choice on what you're going to be immersed with. Because the reality is if you live long enough, you'll be immersed in fear, immersed in shame, immersed in depression, immersed in anxiety. The other option, the option that I am presenting and, the, and Jesus presents to you is to be immersed, baptized in the spirit of God. So what does that look like? I, I will give you a couple things, just three simple things. And again, this is not the only things, that, but this is just the beginning that I believe will set a foundation for you on what it means to be filled with the Holy Spirit. The first evidence is literally, when the Spirit comes upon you, is to be Spirit-filled. That means less of me, or less of you, and more of Him. John the Baptist actually came before Jesus. And there was this interesting story where his disciples, John the Baptist's disciples, came to him after Jesus showed up and said, Hey, um, Jesus is baptizing more people than you. Should we tell them to stop? And, and, and John the Baptist said, Hey, it's good that Jesus is baptizing more people. It's good that more people are going to Jesus. In our context, as a pastor, if I'm John the Baptist, in this context, it would be, it's good they're at home hearing from Jesus personally and I can't see him as much. This is good. And he said something interesting to his disciples, John the Baptist did. I must become less, he must become more. And here's why. I'm gonna to read to you Matthew 3, 11. John the Baptist said this. This is why he said that. I baptize with water, this is John the Baptist talking, those who repent of their sins and turn to God. But someone, Jesus, is coming soon who is greater than I am, so much greater that I'm not worthy even to be his slave and carry his sandals. And this is why he said Jesus was greater. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. What a powerful scripture. Spirit-filled means that you are immersed in the Spirit of God. And I want to tell you that when you are filled with the Spirit, there's not a lot of room for anxiety. There's not a lot of room for fear. The message of not being afraid is prevalent right now, and it should be. But what if even the greater message, it's let's not make any room for fear to live in us because we are filled with the Holy Spirit. If I were to fill a water jug, there's no room for anything else in there. So what if the real solution to not be afraid is to be filled? Woo! 
I sound good. I wish my wife could amen, but it will come on camera. Did you hear what I just said? What if the solution to not be afraid is to be filled? I'm praying that you would be filled with the Holy Spirit. So that's thing number one. What does it look like to be spirit filled? The second thing I want to tell you is what does it look like to be spirit led? Which means I give up control and I pick up trust. Spirit led. I give up control and I pick up trust. Acts 15, 28. These believers were making a decision and it was an important decision and they didn't make it on their own because they thought they were smart and they thought they were wise or they had experience and had been in leadership for a bunch of years. No, this is what they said. For it seemed good to the Holy Spirit and to us to lay no greater burden on you than these requirements. And of course, they told the people what they were. But what sticks out to me is that they didn't just ask their friends. They didn't just ask other people. They didn't just ask people with experience, although that those are good things to do. They asked the Spirit of God for wisdom. So not only do we need to be Spirit-filled, but we need to be Spirit-led. And the third thing that I believe that we could really miss a lot is to not just be spirit-filled, not just to be spirit-led, but to be spirit-empowered, which is not in my own strength, but in the power of the Holy Spirit. And this is where gifts can come, like prophecy and praying in tongues and, and gifts of wisdom and sound advice and healing and faith. Being spirit-empowered is important to the church. And even when I say about praying in tongues, some of us, we never even heard that because I understand we're trying not to be weird and I get it, but praying in tongues is one of the most important gifts that I have. And all it is, it's a heavenly language from God where you can go to God and you say, I want to pray in tongues. Matter of fact, you've never prayed in tongues before. Call someone who you know that prays in tongues and ask them, what is this gift about and how can I receive this gift? This is going to be a powerful thing moving forward as a country and as believers, that believers everywhere pray in tongues and know the gifts of the spirit and which ones that they have spirit empowered not in my own strength but in the power of the holy spirit zechariah 4 verses 6 through 6 through 7 say this then he said to me this is god giving zerubbabel the assignment to rebuild the temple and we're going to have to rebuild some things after this that's just the stark reality but god said this to zerubbabel about rebuilding this is what the lord says to zerubbabel that's a great name by the way it is not by force not by strength, your own strength, but by my spirit, says the Lord of the heaven's armies. And look what happens when you are doing things by the spirit's power. Verse seven says, nothing, not even a mighty mountain will stand in Zerubbabel's way. When you do things by the spirit of God, nothing can get in your way. If you're in a season where you feel like things are getting in the way from doing what God Want you to do, ask yourself this question. Am I doing this in my own strength? Or am I doing this by the Spirit's power? Am I doing this with the gifts of the Spirit? Paul told Timothy to fan those gifts into a flame. You're going to need the gifts of the Spirit to accomplish all that God has called you to do. So what does it mean to be filled with the Holy Spirit? Spirit-filled, Spirit-led, and Spirit-empowered. So right now, I'm going to pray for you right where you are. For a feeling of the Holy Spirit. And if you've been filled with the Holy Spirit before, I want to pray for a fresh feeling of the Holy Spirit. That gifts would come that you haven't even addressed. Prophecy, word of knowledge, where you can give someone insight on their life. And the gift of tongues, which is a powerful way to pray. Because it prays prayers that don't have our own desires in them when we pray in English. 
I'm gonna pray for an outpouring of the Holy Spirit right where you're at. And then tomorrow we're gonna take communion as a church family. So Father, I thank you so much for those who are watching this. And even if anybody just has more questions, God, I pray that we would be able to set those questions aside and just say this simple prayer. Father, fill me with your Holy Spirit. I wanna be spirit filled. I wanna be spirit led and I wanna be spirit empowered. I wanna know the gifts you've given me that are gifts from heaven, not just my practical gifts in the earth. And I want you to fill me with your Holy Spirit. I wanna be baptized, immersed, not with fear, not with shame, guilt, anxiety, depression, or doubt, but immersed in the Spirit of God. I trust you, Lord. And I'm willing, Lord, to even wait longer than after this devotional is over Wait in your presence for you to fill me. In Jesus' name, amen.